Welcome to All Up In Your Business. I am Jay Sokol, and today's conversation is always a fun one because it's with Economic Development Director Natalie Ruiz. Hey, Nat. Hey, hey. So in the tradition of our old podcast called Is This a Thing, uh, we're going to discuss the business landscape in terms of uh, what's coming, maybe a little bit of what's probably not coming, Mm -hmm. and maybe even some things that we're still hoping for. So, Natalie, I'm about to get all up in your business. (laughs) So you and I talked a little bit before we sat down Mm -hmm. about some of the topics that we wanted to hit. And I thought we would just go straight down to South College Station because there's always stuff going in now at Tower Point and Cap Rock. So you want to walk me through some of the highlights there? Yeah, we've seen quite a bit of of, uh, development there recently. IHOP just opened this week, uh, the new restaurant there at Tower Point. We've also seen uh, Tad's, the Cajun Kitchen. They've uh, broken ground right next to the Lowe's there at uh, Highway 40. Um, seen announcements and permits for Amer- Great American Cookie Company, Marble Slab over in the Caprock area. They've also submitted plans for a new office building that has capabilities for two restaurants at the, at the first level that we're working on trying to fill. Um, some of the other things that are happening over there, we've got walk-ons, uh, the, the bistro mm-hmm. uh, sports bar that just pulled permits recently that'll be there next to Saltgrass. They just pulled their permits this week. Pie in the Sky, the old Bush's Chicken, they'll be open sometime in uh, late May, early June. So let me stop you on frame. that one. Is mm-hmm. Pie in the Sky, is that... Is this a, a franchise or is this actually a locally owned uh, original business? From my understanding, it's a franchise started okay. out of the Austin area. And so they're branching out into College Station and uh, their menu looks pretty good. All right. A lot of good sweets. Okay. Um, but those those are the big things that are, that are happening in the Tower Point area, unless you want to talk about what may be not coming. Okay, we can get to what's not coming in just okay. a second. Okay. But I, I will tell you that I, I got a really nice email uh, from, from our listener because we may just have one. Right. And uh, who has just opened, I think, a new business down in South College Station called Little Land Play Gym. Is yes, that right? Yes, The That's the building that so many people have reached out to us as to what's going in behind the Walmart there on Longmire. Okay. Um, it, it, there, there's a strip center there. And for the longest, it was, we didn't know it was going in there. But recently, permits have been issued for a zoners, pizza, wings, and waffles. So a restaurant that will go in that center as well as the Little Land Play Gym. Okay. We'll also be in, in that in that same center. So I passed that the other day, didn't realize what all that was going to be. Right. So that's what it's going to that's be. That's what it's gonna be. Okay, so back back down closer to the Tower Point and Caprock okay. area. Something that we thought was coming in suddenly is not coming in. Gringos. Yes. What yes. happened there? Well the short answer is I don't know. Uh, To be perfectly honest, uh, they came in, made the announcement. We worked with them on a site plan, issued full building permits about a year ago. Uh, They were getting ready to start construction, and then they notified us that that it was going to be delayed, that the franchisee of this area also has some restaurants in Houston that took on damage from Hurricane Harvey that wasn't planned. Mm -hmm. So they were going to focus on those repairs before they moved to College Station, but they were still coming. And then in the most recent, in some of the social media that, that we've seen, um, they made an announcement they were coming to the Katy area and that they weren't going to move forward with College Station at this time. Trying to figure out, I've reached out to corporate, I've reached out to the local franchisee as well, to try to find out 
Is it postponed? Have they completely pulled out of the market? You know, what are the plans? And and it, so that's why I'm saying I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've reached out to them a couple of times, and and we'll continue to to track that down and see what what their plans are. So you've kind of helped train me that until you see something sprouting from the ground, right? That it could always pivot and go the other direction. It. It can, and, and, and that's one of the things in, the, in this business. You get excited, you know, especially when you've, when you've been working with a particular group about bringing them to your community. When they say they're coming, you're all pumped, you're excited. Um, they come in and file site plans. When they start spending money, you get more excited because it's more of a thing. Right. Once they start spending money and have their financing and are designing buildings and actually pulling the building permit, they've spent a substantial amount of money in this community. So the further you get along in the development process, the more there's never a sure thing but the more of a sure thing it could be yeah um and that's why we felt really strongly about gringos was definitely a thing until we found out it wasn't right so yeah. maybe by the time you and i sit down again for a conversation like this maybe you'll have a little more insight about gringos i hope so definitely okay. um let's fly over to northgate because i know you've told me okay. that there are some things coming to northgate that maybe we haven't heard about there are and i think the the things that we've talked about mostly have been uh, new student housing right right rent by the bedroom in the last several years we've seen well the last five years we've seen about seven thousand beds in the northgate area so from a market perspective typically when you see a large increase of rooftops or beds in this in this example retail tends to follow and so we're starting to see more retail interest in the area we've seen more traditional retailers that are looking at maybe um, changing up their concept to more of an urban uh, general retail type uh, situation difficulty is finding the dirt to do it mm -hmm. uh, or an existing building as well now the aspire building that that is recently completed is uh, we have fajita Pete's that has pulled permits there uh, which which has announced that they're coming the sandwich uh, like location which, which. as well yeah. yeah yeah and so we're starting to see more restaurants and more retail interest in the Northgate area um, and I'm hoping over the next you know 18 months to 24 months that we'll be able to release some uh some more commercial interest in the now, area didn't you tell me the other day uh there was a coffee place yes coffee? yes a new coffee place that will that uh, has, has announced as well in the northgate area so we're starting to see a little more interest other than nightclubs yeah in northgate okay now i know you're not the the project lead on this but i think that the city recently uh funded a comprehensive study of the Northgate area in terms right. of mobility, how people are moving around, because the way it's currently designed is probably 20 plus years old, right. and we're just not the same Northgate anymore. So in terms of what you're aware of and, and your interest in it, what it could help you do in Northgate, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, you know, Debbie Eller out in our community development uh, department is, is the lead on that, and it's more of an operations plan, really looking at how we operate in that area from a police and fire standpoint, mm -hmm. um, pedestrian, bicycles. You know, when, when that area was planned gosh, 15 years ago, and then we updated about 10 years ago, we we lifted the lid in terms of density, you know, what you could put there, you know, really raise the, the height limitations, the density, and let the market dictate that. Did we ever think we would see high rises? No, right. no. And so it's, it's really going back and taking a deeper dive into, from an operational standpoint, are there, for example, are there streets that we close on Friday and Saturday nights so that pedestrians are more protected in the area? Um, 
taking a, a, a broader look at parking, yeah. you know, uh, surface parking lots are few and far between over there. And, and that was intentional. The parking garage was built to try to spur um, some additional development, additional densities in the area without having to build surface parking. It's just going back and taking a look at that to see where do we stand with things like Uber and Lyft um, and more and more students coming into the area that may or may not have a car with them. Mm -hmm. How has that changed over time and looking at that master plan for Northgate, what should we plan for? Do, do we need less parking? Do we need more? Um, in Texas, it's always been more parking, but what we're seeing in Northgate is fewer students are bringing their, their cars to school because they have to pay for them. Right. There's additional cost if you live in Northgate, and more and more students are taking Uber and Lyft when they go out. So there's less demand for parking in the Northgate area, but just trying to get a handle on, you know, what does that mean and what are the implications from an operations standpoint? In terms of available real estate that, that can be developed or even redeveloped, what what still exists over there? You know, it, it, it really is a redevelopment play over there. Um, there are some areas that could be higher and, and, and better use from a real estate standpoint. You look at the some of the one-story development over there, not not in the historic area, but, mm -hmm. but closer to um, college where you have the old Hurricane Harry's area. We're working with Jack Culpepper on a potential redevelopment plan there as well. I think the question right now is timing. Mm -hmm. Do you go head-to-head -head and compete with some of the uses over at Century Square? Right. Or do you sit back and take the approach and ha have your plan ready to go once the market conditions are right? and start moving forward. So I think in the next five years, you're gonna see significant changes in the Culpeper area there at college and university, and then moving uh, closer to Northgate in terms of redevelopment potential. I still have to adjust my mindset because when we talk Northgate, I'm thinking the sort of the older traditional boundaries of Northgate, and right. that's really not, that's no longer Northgate. It's expanded so much right. in its footprint. Right. We really look at it from the Bronze City limits, Welburn Road, University Drive, and then college. Wow. It's a big area. Okay. So are we done for now I for think Northgate? So. Okay. I want to touch on Chimney Hill for just a little bit because okay. I know um, the Republic is going gangbusters. Yep. And Primrose Path is open now. They're open. But I know there's still more to come on that site. What can you tell us about that? So Drury Inn filed a site plan on the back part of the property. They're, from what I understand, they're still in their due diligence phase to make sure everything fits. And, and in that particular area, it's, it's making sure that you have enough parking for all the uses that are there and for a hotel of that size. Right. Um, so we're reviewing the site plan uh, on the Drury Inn now. We're also reviewing site plans for the Starbucks with the drive-through there at that location. Mm -hmm. Now there's still a prime corner there close to Hilton that could also be um, a strip center with a couple of uses. It could be a large restaurant. There's, there's tons of potential for that corner uh, in terms of a new restaurant. I, to me, that's, that's, a, that's a money money tracked right there in terms of a new yeah. location, something something shiny and, and sexy. Are you, are you getting the sense that uh, some kind of announcement about that could come soon, or is that kind of a longer play? Do you do you even have an idea? I think it's a little bit of a longer play. I know that several uh, folks have gone after that corner, mm -hmm. but as long as the Republic has moved forward, Drury Inn, that's really the last lot. And so typically on a development, uh, that last lot, you take your time. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. And, and what's the timeline? Remind me, because we've talked about it before, the timeline for the drive through Starbucks? Uh, we're reviewing site plans now, hope to issue permits uh, later this summer, and I'm not sure what the construction time frame is, but, okay. but they're ready to move. All right. So that's Chimney Hill. Now let's go over to Midtown. Okay. And, and this is our portion of Midtown. Yeah. It's, it's the business park, right? Right. And so we recently announced that uh, the Lakeway and Pebble Creek Parkway extensions are completed. Right. And that's wonderful in terms of mobility, but for you and what you're trying to bring to that area, to that mm-hmm. to that business park area, what does this do for you? You know, it's huge from not only a transportation standpoint, but from an economic development perspective. You're right in that the city owns a total of 600 acres in that in that entire area. Uh, that's a regional park that uh, will be open and ready to go 2020 timeframe. Right. Um, the Lakeway extension cuts through the business park uh, from an industrial standpoint on one side, and then on the Highway 6 side, there's a 57-acre commercial tract that we are trying to attract some of the big box users that have been looking, haven't been able to find landing spots here in College Station, junior anchors, restaurants, more of a destination entertainment type uh, of development there. Now, the connection at Lakeway, it really opens up that entire area, running all the way from Fitch down to the new Baylor Scott & White Hospital. So that's going to open up the entire area in terms of new development. There's also closer to the Baylor Scott & White is a Huntington uh, senior uh, housing development that, that they're currently working on. We're reviewing site plans for that as well. This extension helps make that happen. Um, in addition to, there's a, a private piece that uh, James Murr is developing in the area to where he's entered into letters of intent. It could be a thing. We're still working through all the details, but for a hotel, uh, some additional senior living, as well as market rate multifamily that would be part of that, and then a recreation center for the residents over there. Uh, so there's a lot of things that once you open up, Lakeway, you have the access, you have water, you have sewer. Uh, it will open up that entire area for more development, not just on the city's track, but also private tracks over there. So how big of a deal is this? Because how many other 600-acre areas uh, does the city have access to to, to open up? Right. The, and, and we didn't purchase that 600 initially with this overall vision. We pieced it together over time through we need a business park, we need a regional athletic facility, yeah. uh, major greenways that are coming through that area, being able to extend more hike and bike trails. The Lick Creek Trail comes through that area. I don't know if you've walked it or ridden your bike. It is, it's fantastic. So uh, we're probably not going to replicate this anywhere else in no, College Station. No, no. This is the only place in College Station where Lick Creek and Spring Creek converge. Yeah. And so there's a lot of open space, but there's also potential for new businesses, new homes. Um, in my mind, this is the area that we're going to see some of the, the biggest development changes in the next three to five years. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. Okay, so that's Midtown. All right. What are the odds of you bringing me a Bucky's to College Station? Oh, you know, Bucky's. That's that's one of those. Um, you know, we have our recruitment list that that we go through and we say, okay, what what areas do we need to fill in our market? Is it restaurants, clothing, um, Beaver Nuggets, Beaver Nuggets? Uh, so 
Beaver nuggets are at the top of our list, okay? <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, you know, you can't you can't be from Texas and you can't drive up and down 290 and stop at the one there at Waller and not be a be a fan of, of right. Beaver. Uh, we've had several conversations with the with the Buckies, their real estate folks. They've been poking around for several years. Um, we even got the opportunity to meet Beaver Applin, the who's founder, an who's an Aggie. Yeah. He was here um, speaking on campus, and we just happened to be there and happened to invite him to drive around and look at some sites and um, trying to explain that to my boss on a Friday afternoon that I'm out driving the highway with Beaver mm-hmm. was was an interesting one. But they, they're definitely interested. They, they want one here in Aguiland. They'd like one here in College Station, further south of town to intercept some of the Houston traffic that's coming in. Right. Um, but they're very particular about their locations. They've changed their uh, location formula over time. They want to be just far enough out that they can pick up traffic coming into town, but they want to be close enough in town to be able to uh, intercept locals as well. Um, so there's only a few locations that they're looking at and that would meet that criteria, and they are actively working those. So it's one of those things that, gosh, I, we definitely want it to be a thing. It's yeah. just finding that right location and the right deal for them. So they have, they have different footprints i think i mean right. some some are big some are supersized i heard there's a travel center version uh, you know what what makes sense for college station what could be done here you know i think what makes sense here I, what could be done is is the larger travel centers now we're not an interstate right we're on highway 6 but there's a ton of traffic that comes through here whether it's game day weekends special events or folks just traveling through our area um, i think the waller size um, is a very large footprint, but it's something I think that could do well here. I, even if you didn't build it entirely in the first phase, it's something that you could expand upon. And and uh, I don't know, I get pretty excited thinking about not only Beaver Nuggets, but all the Aggie merchandise and, and the, that they could have as part of that, having a Bucky's presence here in Aggieland. What, what kind of sales tax revenues does a Bucky's location generate? And it's, it's, it's huge. Yeah. They... Uh, Looking early on, you, you've got to kind of back out some of the fuel sales tax because fuel sales is a huge part of their business. Right. But the sales tax, it's it's even larger from, and I'm having to pull back from memory, and that's scary. But it's it's on the same lines um, as a Costco would have wow. in this community. I mean, it is in terms of the the amount of sales that they do at a large Bucky's. It's it's a game changer for yeah. sure. Yeah. And what typically can be done around a Bucky's? I'm sure that that serves as some level of uh, uh, an anchor for development. I mean, what what typically happens? You know, in different areas, I think they've they've experimented with that in other areas. What um, there's not a specific formula. But when you have something like that in a community like ours, when you have uh, game day weekends, things like that, you would also see other restaurants, other retailers that could feed off of folks coming in and out of the site. Right. Okay. Uh, you make that happen. You got it. Okay. You got it. So what did we miss that um, maybe you, you have on your list, but I, I don't have on mine? Anything else come to mind? Um, no, there's, uh, in, in terms of uh, Jones Crossing, we're starting to see some momentum out there at the new HEB Center. Right. Um, some interesting uh, uses that, like, that, that have uh, announced that they're coming. Chicken Salad Chick is a new franchise to this area. Right. That, that's an interesting concept. Um, a new boutique in terms of uh, it's a local boutique threads 
um, someone that hasn't been in the clothing industry that's branching out into that that's local. Good. It's an interesting story. Um, Zero Degrees just opened recently. Pretty cool concept. Great drinks, great fruit, uh, fresh fruit drinks and smoothies. And um, Orange Theory Fitness has announced that they're heading out there as well. So we're starting to see a little more momentum um, at Jones Crossing other than just the HEB. Mod Pizza is open. Mod Pizza that. is open. And we just issued permits for a new Chick-fil-A drive through Oh, great. There. Yeah. Well, that won't generate any traffic at no, all. No, not at all. That's exciting about Jones Crossing. Yeah. Good deal. Okay, so by the time we talk again, mm -hmm. what else do you hope to be able to share with us? What kinds of things? You know, we're we're really focused on the entertainment side of things. We we attend a state and a national conference every year, and that national conference is coming up at the end of May. So we're we're scheduling all of our our visits with retailers and developers who are interested in coming down here and either opening a new business or developing a piece of property to market to new to newer businesses. So I guess next time we could talk more about that, who we met with, who was receptive, uh, maybe who wasn't, right, um, right. if there are any of those out there. I don't, I don't know. But um, that and then more of the entertainment side of things. You know, we're starting to get attention from the larger um, folks like, uh, like Main Event, or a golfing facility, or uh, more family-oriented entertainment. And, mm -hmm. and we're starting to see more of a demand for that here locally, and we're reaching out to them directly to try to recruit them here. All right. I think we covered some ground. Good. We did all right. Good, good. And uh, thank you for letting me get all up in your business. You're welcome. All right. That's it for this time. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Thanks.